0: I was listening to a podcast on the Beatles And they were, you know, they were just discussing What it was like for the Beatles to be uh, doing the songs For what would eventually turn into Let It Be At that point in time it was the Get Back Project And they were talking about, um, in particular to that It was sort of this discussion of like Working on each other's songs. Like, for example, Paul is working on Oh Darling, and John, not John, George, is doing that little. I think that's George. Correct me if I'm wrong if it's not. And just this sort of idea of like how there's like a few different levels. Okay, so there's like a few different levels of creativity when you're in a band. And it's like, there's, there's the act of writing and coming up with like either a song, a lyric, a melody, a riff, a framework for a song for which you will be considered the author of said song. It will be your song. And within the Beatles hierarchy, there was a partnership of Lennon and McCartney that we all famously know. And then you had George Harrison and then in, on the rare Blue Moon occasion, you had a, a Ringo Starr composition twice in the Beatles canon. Um, whenever it was a Lennon and McCartney song, it might have been all four of them working on the song. It might have just been John Lennon. It might have just been Paul McCartney. It might have just been John and Paul. It might have been John and George. It might have been Paul and George in some varying degree, but that song would eventually be known as a Lennon-McCartney composition, and in the same way, a Harrison song, even if it was just Harrison as the sole composer, would probably have a lot of Paul McCartney DNA. Case in point, when you look at later George Harrison songs, like particularly like Something and Here Comes the Sun, and you listen to Paul McCartney's bass work, that's Paul is sort of, he's never repeating himself. You know, the bass is supposed to be the rhythm. But he's sort of like, he's sort of subversively, I've said this before, all you gotta do, just listen to the isolated bass on any of those later songs. He's writing a song underneath the song. He's sort of adding his own element that is so original and unique that makes that song elevated and better. And that doesn't take away from the author of the song, the authorship of the song, but what it makes it interesting is that there's two levels. I'm doing a terrible job of trying to explain that within the Beatles, particularly as my, 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 my example, there are two different types of creativity. There is the creativity of coming up with the song or the song idea And then there is like the wall bouncing. And this is invocative of all creative collaboration where maybe you didn't come up with the idea, but you came up with something in response to the idea, which in fact might be just as important, if not more important than the song idea itself. So while maybe you come up with the song idea, it's... It's the the bouncing off the wall of somebody else that elevates it to another level. This is what, I mean, Lennon and McCartney is rife, is full of this sort of collaboration. But even outside of Lennon and McCartney, when you bring George Harrison into it, I mean, George Harrison is most likely responsible for a lot of what makes some of those Lennon and McCartney songs so brilliant, okay? You can't just give it all to Lennon and McCartney. So it's the so basically what I'm trying to get at is that it wasn't so much of just coming up with the idea in a vacuum and it was brilliant right off the bat it it was coming up with the idea and then bringing it before the group chemistry to transform that idea into something even more elevated than it already was so it's like this extra element that's needed and that is what is so notably missing in the entire Beatles solo canon. Straight up. You know, for years, these guys were putting out album after album after album. And for the most part, a lot of it, they're all clunkers, man. They're it's all just, you know, if you're a diehard Beatle aficionado, you're going to disagree and be like, no way. There's this is great. This is great. This is great. People love McCartney. People love Ram. I mean those are okay albums. When I think about the true solo Beatle masterpieces, I think about John Lennon's unfiltered, unbridled genius in the plastic Ono Band record. It is absolutely perfect. It's a perfect friggin' record. It's a record that doesn't have any input from Paul McCartney as you know, as far as I know, as far as anybody knows. Uh, there's no, there's nothing from McCartney on that record, and yet still, it, it is, it's pure excellence, you know what I mean, and, and for John, John probably has, in my opinion, the most, uh, I don't know, hit, hit, man, he has a, he has a strong body of solo work, but of course, like with the other Beatles too, like with George Harrison and Paul McCartney, I'm not gonna even include Ringo in this conversation for a lot of reasons. We love Ringo, we've talked about how brilliant Ringo is. We're not gonna include him in this conversation for a second. But it's in every case, it's diminishing returns. And for McCartney particularly, who is whose career is so prolific and still enduring and still going, he's still making new music, there have been occasions where he just has these these momentary lapses of of beatlesque brilliance that remind you of his his you know period of unbridled creativity in the Beatles. Case in point, the the title track off of New from 2013 is it's some of the most beatle tastic It's so wonderfully pop McCartney it's just perfect man it's a perfect track man you could put that track toe to toe with any Beatles track you almost would think that those Beatles were on the track themselves in some way shape or form um so that's a that's a case in point there but the you know more than not more than not the Beatles solo records diminish are diminishing returns. And I think that's in part due to the fact that there is a lack of chemistry. There is a lack of bouncing board that they had when they were in the Beatles. There's a lack of, and that includes George Martin too, by the way, that includes George Martin, the, the Beatles to make the Beatles work. They had, there was this perfect alignment of environmental and creative factors that allowed the Beatles to be the Beatles and it got to a point where like even McCartney, I'd say McCartney in particular, because John Lennon started to burn out towards the end, even though he's still coming up with brilliant stuff, he was burning out. McCartney was on was so on fire in the year of 1969. He's he's writing songs like Come and Get It or Goodbye, and he's giving them away. He doesn't even he has so many good songs coming out of him, and it doesn't require like he's he's in perfect creative harmony with or without the Beatles at that point in time. And once the Beatles break up, he lost it. He loses it. But you can even hear it on Let It Be tracks. There were Let It Be tracks that they were recording. Uh, Harrison, McCartney, and Starr were all still recording without John. Like, I Me Mine doesn't have any John Lennon on it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's a brilliant track. So it goes to show that like that that creative chemistry energy the the second part not the initial coming up with the concept that second part that chemistry was still uh viable even when one of them had already checked out and was pretty much gone out of the picture by that point in 1970 so what makes the beatles so brilliant is not just it's not just the the song ideas it's the bouncing board of those song ideas it is Taking the the initial idea and then putting it into the cipher of 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 you know whatever you want to call it, of writing of you know, just working it over, bouncing it off of of Harrison, bouncing it off of you know John, bouncing it off of McCartney, bouncing it off of Ringo, bouncing it off of George Martin in a way. That then sends it back twice as potent, like hits this wall, hits this wall, and the speed increases, and speed somehow equals brilliance. I don't know. This was really, this was a really bonkers sort of thought cloud that came into my mind. So I don't know if this is going to make any sense. I might try and redo this video, but that's basically what I'm trying to synthesize here is that you, it's not what what differentiates the beatles solo solo body of work from the beatles body of work is the fact that they lost that chemistry and without that chemistry the the beatles are the the, the beatles themselves are lesser than their combined whole